Are you someone who is fascinated by all the pregnancy, childbirth, and motherhood stuff few people talk about because they're too embarrassed? If so, welcome to the motherload of all things taboo, or at least really wild and interesting. The Asking for a Pregnant Friend podcast is based off the book of the same name and dives in to all of the pregnancy, birth, and mothering topics that make many people blush or scratch their heads. I do all the boring research so you don't have to and bring you interviews with the leading experts and the topics I cover. I also share all the things about myself, Bailey Gaddis. I'm all about TMI. You'll also hear stories from brave women who gave permission to have their stories shared. So come along, my friend, on a journey into the beautiful underbelly of making, growing, and raising babies. talk about sex and how to become more comfortable having sex. And the big question, is the baby aware of what we're doing? And for men, is my penis going to poke the baby? So, you know, Although sex is an essential part of conceiving a baby, um, you know, unless we used IVF, uh, you know, IUI, fertility treatments, um, I personally initially found sex after becoming pregnant super awkward as I got all up in my head about the baby being like right there. I was so nervous that he would start kicking during sex. And so I tried to avoid like really wild motions. Um, And so I wasn't that much fun during sex in that first trimester. Um, But my now husband, Eric, he was probably even more unsettled because he had that, you know, common fear of men that they're going to poke the baby. And we were, yeah, really missing the components of a juicy sex life, at least in the beginning, until we learned something super helpful, that babies have no idea what their parents are doing. They are floating in like their warm fluid, pretty oblivious to everything happening around them. And yes, at about 18 weeks gestation, the baby can start to hear sounds, but they have absolutely no frame of reference for moaning or dirty talk. To them, it's all just super jumbled sounds. And regarding the whole penis poking the baby phobia, nobody needs to worry because there is this lovely thing called the mucus plug that is lodged in the cervix and it prevents anything from getting into the uterus. And, you know, if you're like, oh, well, should I not move too much during sex? Go for it. Do like cowgirl because those movements can actually help to to soothe the baby. Um, And then a lot of women are nervous about orgasm. It is absolutely fine to orgasm during pregnancy, that flood of endorphins, that, that rhythmic pulsation in the uterus, it's all so good for the baby, so relaxing. Um, And of course, this is all assuming that you don't have a special circumstance that makes it 
potentially dangerous to have sex. Um, and trust me, you will know if you have this. You know, your doctor will have let you know, for example, you have a what's called an incompetent cervix um, or, you know, your cervix is starting to open too early. You know, there's different, not too many special circumstances, but a few that could cause your doctor or your midwife to recommend holding off on sex for a while. Um, and if you're concerned that you might have something like that, just go ahead and ask them, okay? They would much rather you ask if it's safe to have sex than feel too uncomfortable to, to open up about this topic. All right. And, you know, despite knowing everything I just said, despite knowing that, again, the baby has no idea what you're doing during sex, um, you know, prenatal sex, it can still feel strange and you can still get all up in your head about it you know if the baby does move or randomly you start thinking about like potential baby names when you're having sex um, and then the physical logistics of sex when you're pregnant can be tricky especially when you get fuller um but because sex is such you know a wonderful way to maintain intimacy with your partner enhance your you know mental and emotional health we need to figure out how to get past these blocks. So, so what do we do? Um, before you engage in sex, I really recommend reminding yourself and your partner of everything that I said. You know, the baby doesn't know what's happening. It's good for the baby to get exposed to those endorphins, those rocking motions. And again, they have no idea what you're doing. You're not like corrupting your child. Something else that helps is making the sex like so good. So like in the present moment, mind blowingly amazing that there's not much room in your mind left for, you know, these like self-conscious thoughts. So you can make the sex more amazing by getting creative, you know, seek fresh inspiration by reading erotic stories together, investing in some new toys, taking your time with foreplay, or, you know, brainstorming other ways to get those juices flowing. And if you're experiencing fatigue, my tip is to to get in that sex in the morning when your energy is likely at its peak. And, you know, if the logistics of sex are tripping you up, for example, you know, maybe penetration is really uncomfortable or you just can't find a user-friendly position, try out mutual masturbation or a pose that is suited for pregnancy, like doggy style, spooning, standing, being seated, the cowgirl. And with all that said, if all you want to do is hold a trash bin in front of your face and eat saltine crackers. Do not feel pressured to have sex. You know, your number one priority is taking care of your needs. So if sex isn't currently, you know, in your cards, don't beat yourself up. Um, you know, and if your partner is yearning for some hanky-panky, just remind them that, you know, you love them, you are turned on by them, but that and that your lack of desire for sex is absolutely not personal. It's just not a good time. You're very pregnant. Um, and then when you're feeling better, say when that first trimester nausea hopefully passes, you can check in with yourself to see if you're ready to get back into sex. And 
Another little tip, you know, if you're past your due date, you're trying to get things going, having sex can actually help to stimulate labor as the hormone prostaglandin that's present in semen can actually stimulate the cervix and cause contractions. It can help to soften the cervix. Um, and you can also rest at ease if you're not past your due date and you're worried that, oh my God, will sex put me into labor early? It will not. This will likely only work if, again, you're well past your due date and your body is already primed to go into labor. So again, I highly encourage you to invest the time and energy in really developing a wonderful prenatal sex life. If you can like, subscribe, comment, that would be so incredibly helpful. That will allow me to keep providing this content for you guys. All right, love you. Is pregnancy or early motherhood making you feel other than? Is it triggering all sorts of weird emotional and physical stuff you are sure no one else is going through? If so, get your copy of Asking for a Pregnant Friend, 101 Answers to Questions Women Are Too Embarrassed to Ask About Pregnancy, Childbirth, and Early Motherhood. This book is like the modern-day Dear Abby for pregnant women and new moms who want to get straight yet loving answers to the pregnancy, birth, and mothering questions they're too afraid to ask, those questions that make you blush. You can get your copy of Asking for a Pregnant Friend on Amazon or from Barnes & Noble, Target, and everywhere else books are sold. Whoa, whoa, whoa.